and welcome to PCTY Talks. I'm your host, Sherry Simpson. During our time together, we'll stay close to the news and info you need to succeed as an HR pro. And together, we'll explore topics around HR thought leadership, compliance, and real-life HR situations we face every day. All right. On today's episode, I have asked Georgette Burkheiser, our senior HRBP that supports sales in our organization, to join me. She has over seven years of HR experience, is super passionate about helping women advance, um, and is actually one of our HR co-leads for our remote workers ERG called Virtual Connect. So Georgette, thanks for taking some time to talk about uh, women leaving the workforce today with me. Yeah, I'm excited about it, Sherry. Thanks for inviting me. So I thought we could dive right in with the tough question. Why has there been an increase in women leaving the workforce right now? Yeah, so, you know, when I think back to it with when COVID started, women had no option in some cases. So suddenly childcare is closed, schools are closed, children are needing to, you know, be cared for at home um, and also school from home. And so if you're a working parent and, you know, it fell on mothers in most cases, you have to choose, (laughs) do I go to my job or do I stay home and care for my kids? So I think that, you know, that, that kind of sparked why we saw the influx of women leaving the workforce and staying at home. And there's, you know, additional things such as just the household care, elder care. You know, I already alluded to child care and virtual school. So I think all of those things contributed. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned elder care. You know, my my dad's actually going in for a procedure today, and I felt like it was my responsibility being the female to do that phone call and check in and make sure everything's okay. And that's just like such a minor example of the stress that I think that, you know, women have been feeling who have been in these scenarios. Why is this such an important topic that we need to start and maybe even continue talking about right now? You know, the world's not going to go back to the way it was, um, despite our, 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 some of our hope that it will, you know, and gone are the days where you leave work at work. Now work is in your home. Um, So companies are needing to get creative with how they support talent within their workplace. You know, we need to shift our mindset from supporting employees to supporting parents and caretakers. And, you know, what I mean by that is if companies truly want an engaged workforce and want to retain their workforce, they need to be willing to see their workforce as humans and not employees, which is really hard for us to do in many cases. And that means embracing and supporting all aspects and responsibilities that individuals have at work, but also at home. You know, statistically, we've been looking at numbers as they've come in on this topic. And it's interesting, you know, 40% of mothers compared to 27% of fathers have added three or more additional hours of caregiving a day to their schedule. That is 15 or more hours a week, a part-time job. They've added a part-time job. So now they're expected to not only focus in on their full-time job as much as and as passionately as they had before. Now they're balancing these additional things. Our organization hasn't seen the same mass exodus that we're seeing in some of the statistics around unemployment, especially September. There was a huge mass exodus of women in as, as measured by unemployment. Why do you think that is in our organization? We haven't seen the same thing. And, and we're about 50-50 in our gender right now. 
Yeah, I've thought a lot about this and, you know, being a part of Virtual Connect, um, you know, which really is responsible for creating an inclusive workplace for all of our virtual employees, I really boil it down to this. Haylocity doesn't allow flexibility. We promote and expect it. And I think it's really important to phrase it that way because many companies allow it and say, Yes, you know, we allow flexibility. Come to us, let us know what you need. We'll let us know what you can do within the the parameters of what we've done in the past. But we promote and expect it. And I can give you an example of that. You know, one thing that comes to mind is we often get asked, um, have we ever considered paying out vacation that's unused? And we are very intentional about not paying out (laughs) vacation at Paylocity because we feel it's essential for our employees to use vacation, take mental health breaks, get away from work. We don't think that you can truly be engaged and loving what you're doing if you're only living and breathing work and don't take the time to step back and take some time for yourself and your family. It's so interesting, that concept of vacation right now, because even that has changed. You know, vacation now might be, I I don't read email and I stay in my pajamas all day and I binge that Netflix show that I wanted. You know, we tried a lot of other things too. You know, we introduced flex scheduling. We've talked about um, job sharing. I don't think we've done any of that here yet, but those are things that we've considered. What tactics do you think organizations who haven't been as flexible as we have or haven't introduced the types of resources needed to keep women in the workforce, what should they start to consider? What are things that they can implement and look into? You know, at surface level, companies are really going to need to get creative with child care benefits. So whether that's subsidies or child care, you know, on on the premise of the, the company's campus, um, perhaps it's a discount uh, locally. Um, it could be a partnership with care.com or one of those, you know, uh, websites that helps find child care or elder care and that type of thing. Um, you know, I, I've done a lot of research in this area as well with women leaving the workforce, and I've seen some interesting concepts such as returnships. <laughs> so instead of internships, it's returnships. And I've thought a lot about that. How could we do that within our organizations? You know, create a safe space where employees can come to us and say, now's not the right time for me to work. I can't engage in work. I need to care for my family and I need to help my children get through virtual school. But 12 months from now, I'll be in a position where the kids may be back in school. I found childcare, whatever the case may be. And I can, I can return. So you know, do we kind of guarantee that to employees um, who want to leave and, and come back later? Reskilling programs, you know, if there's a particular position that doesn't allow you the flexibility to also be a mother um, or a daughter or, you know, whatever the case may be, can we allow opportunities for employees, specifically women, to learn different skills and go into a different different job? Um, and also, you know, you mentioned job sharing, Sherry, and that's something that I've thought a lot about as a new mother, um, as especially as a new mother within the pandemic. So when I came back to work, you know, I had to, at, at first, I was caring for my daughter, 
And I was also trying to be an exceptional employee. And I really had no other option at that point because the daycare was closed. Um, I couldn't find the help to come into my home. And so I think job sharing and some of those just out-of-the-box concepts will really help when organizations think about what tactics they can use to address this problem. You know, I would also say another thing that we've considered at Paylocity and that we've put into play is voluntary furlough, which I think is a really unique concept. It allows mothers or parents um, to say, hey, right now I need to step away from work, but I love what I'm doing and I want my job in three months when I can come back to it. So that's a really unique way for them to put their hand up and just say, hey, not right now, but would love to come back later. Um, an increase in work-life flexibility for all employees, too. This goes back to what I was saying about we don't allow flexibility. We promote flexibility. And so, you know, again, to go back to when I returned to work after my maternity leave, my boss constantly asked me, like, hey, do you need to flex your schedule? What can I do to help get you some support so that you can take a Monday morning off if you don't have childcare? Um, so when managers are constantly making that a part of the conversation, too, during one-on-ones and just conversations with their employees, it gives you that safe space to discuss what's going on personally. And it's comforting to know that your company is going to support you with that and that they value you enough. They're promoting you and encouraging you to work a different schedule that that can better accommodate your lifestyle. I think some of the other things that, you know, you've talked about returnship, but things that we need to consider as women come back into the workforce are things like making sure that equal pay is still a factor, that um, we're taking into account that, like, this is a global crisis, right? This is something we're experiencing we haven't experienced before. So, um, you know, years from now or even a year from now when, when people are having those conversations about their gaps in employment on their resumes, um, let's just normalize, hey, I took time off to take care of my family. Hey, I took time off to, um, you know, care for my elder parents. Or, hey, I had to balance my schedule with my spouse or my partner in a unique way. And so um, I had to step away from the workforce for a little bit. Obviously, we're focusing on specifically women leaving the workforce today and in this conversation. But I think some of the things that we've talked about applied for uh, men who are the main caretakers in their homes as well flexibility is is huge. It's it's one of the most important things for us to think about right now. Um, if, if you're listening and their organization is not going to address these things, uh, what are the long-term effects of, of organizations not taking some of the steps we talked about? It's really cut and dry to me. You know, I think we're going to essentially revert back to decades ago when you saw women staying at home, caring for children, elders, and their household, uh, because they see no way to have both a career and family. Like I said, I just think that's really what it comes down to. If companies are not willing to be agile through this time and accommodating and encouraging of their employees professionally and personally, then they're going to see women leave the workplace and it's going to take exponentially longer to get them back into the workplace. You know, Georgette, I'm, I'm curious your perspective on this. We've talked about uh, furloughs. Obviously, we've talked about this whole episode about women leaving the workforce. 
What advice do you have for somebody who's listening either as an HR practitioner or maybe a female who's, who's thinking about leaving the workforce and they're nervous about having that conversation with their manager? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, it's all about creating psychological safety within your team and within your organization. And so I, I would encourage managers and HR practitioners to coach the managers that they support through these conversations, um, especially coaching on empathy and, and leading with empathy. And a lot of times we have to lead with empathy for situations that we don't understand. So for instance, you may be a male leader of a female employee, and so you don't necessarily experience or have the same responsibilities that they have at home. Um, Perhaps as a leader, you don't have children and your employee does, or you don't balance your workload in the same way. And all of those things are okay, but just acknowledging that you are in a different situation Maybe, you know, call a friend, call a family member who's going through the same thing that your employee is to say, hey, I know I don't understand, but can you help me understand so that I can create a safe place for my employee to have this conversation with me? And, you know, I, we cannot lose sight of just being creative. Um, I think for whatever reason, many companies feel stifled by, well, what have we done in the past or what are other companies doing? And let's just put all of that aside and think about what should we be doing and what haven't we done that maybe we can do that is exactly the solution that my employee or my team needs. So, you know, really encourage, I I would encourage managers and HR practitioners to be solution oriented, be creative. You know, perhaps somebody needs an abbreviated work schedule instead of just leaving the workplace, right? Uh, An employee may come to you and say, you know, I just don't see how I can do it. I, I don't think I can work anymore. And once they kind of tell you what's going on personally, perhaps it is an abbreviated work schedule where you can suggest that to them and give them some time to think on that and see if that may be a solution for them. Okay. So if you're listening and you're like, where do I start? Here's my advice. Um, See the ways that you can be flexible. Not every organization, every role can have the same level of flexibility but maybe there is some flexibility that you haven't explored. Um, survey your female population. Find out what, what they need, what their pain points are, um, and then respond to that survey. I mean, that's something we talk about a lot is, like, don't just survey and then, then let it go. You know, get back to your employee group. Um, and then, you know, think about some of the things that uh, Georgette mentioned, like reskilling or uh, re returnship. I love that word, returnship, uh, back into the workforce. You know, maybe get ahead of that and think about programs or recruiting that you want to do to help women re-enter the workforce for your organization. Uh, Georgette, this has been a great discussion, uh, especially talking to somebody who who went through giving birth during the pandemic and managing um, a, a young baby and coming back into the workforce. And like you said, wanting to be an excellent employee, I think your perspective is really important um, as somebody in HR and as, as a female who's, who's working through this herself. So I appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you so much. I was glad to speak to this and, and speak with you today. This podcast is brought to you by Paylocity, a leading HCM provider that frees you from the tasks of today so you can focus more on the promise of tomorrow. 
If you'd like to submit a topic or appear as a guest on a future episode, email us at pctytalks at paylocity.com.